Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans and loyal listeners, and welcome back to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your Fast Fun Daily Hit of Sport. And for Thursday, the 4th of March, we've got netball comebacks, cricket fightbacks, and NRL players saying no to lots of greenbacks. So let's crack it. They say pressure builds diamonds. And no one has been under as much pressure as Aussie T20 captain Aaron Finch. He had a shocking BBL season, wasn't picked up at the IPL player auction, and before yesterday was averaging seven in the T20 series against New Zealand. But last night, trailing 2-0 in the series, Finch turned into a beautiful bearded diamond. Oh, he's got hold of that, has he, Finchie? Oh, yes. All the way. Yes, the captain showed why selector George Bailey was happy to pencil him in as captain for the World Cup six months out as he blasted his way to 69 runs, bringing up his 50 in style. Oh, wow. wow. The reverse wow. of Finch. Anything you can do, Maxi, I can do better. 50 on forever, Finch. Much needed runs. But Finch's performance was outshone by Glenn Maxwell, who fired 70 off just 31 deliveries, setting New Zealand a mammoth 209 for victory. And their chase was on track until Ashton Agar, who hadn't taken a wicket in the series, took three in and over. Ashton Agar. Edge taken. Matt Way behind the stumps. Australia do still trail in the series 2-1, but with the fourth match on Friday set to take place at the same oval and again in front of no fans, probably fair to say... Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. They say pressure builds diamonds. Hold on, haven't I read this already? Oh no, this one's about netball. Different sport, same setup. Okay. They say pressure builds diamonds. Like diamonds and last night, the real diamonds showed up in game two of the Constellation Cup. And we're off. Centre pass quickly already for Australia. And that young shooting pair, Kara Conan, gets the first one in. And wow, what was that? Less than 20 seconds. Australia came out absolutely firing just 24 hours after losing Game 1 to the Silver Ferns, shooting at 83% accuracy in the first half, which set up a lead they never surrendered. I think the first game we were a little bit hesitant in how we were playing, and I think watching the footage back this morning, it was quite clear where our mistakes were coming, so I think the girls did a really good job to speak about that this morning and actually put it out there on court today. First-time Diamonds captain Liz Watson speaking to Nine Netball after the win, which levels the series one all, with the third test to be played in Christchurch on Saturday. But given Australia won, probably play that song again. One week out from the NRL season opener and the reigning Premier's Melbourne Storm have been given a huge boost with halfback Jerome Hughes committing to the club for a further three years for a reported $2.1 million. A number Mark Geyer believes is less than Hughes could have got elsewhere. He could have gotten a million dollars at the Warriors. He could have got a million dollars somewhere else. He would have, he could have been a million dollar player because he had such a breakout season. But almost as significant as Hughes staying at the Storm is what MG believes the decision reveals about the coaching future of Melbourne. He would have to know who the coach is going to be to sign on. He would have said to the hierarchy at Melbourne, before I sign this extension, I want to know who the coach is going to be while I'm here. And do you think the Storm would have given him that courtesy? Yes, of course they would have. Frank Panusi would have definitely given him that and I'm pretty sure that he would know exactly right now who the coach is going to be. It's either going to be Craig Bellamy or it's going to be Jason Rolls. I don't think he would go outside that system right now without Cameron Smith and not be coached by either Bellamy or his assistant Rolls, who led them to the grand final victory last year. 
with current coach Craig Bellamy having previously stated he will not coach beyond his current contract, which ends this season. Hughes' deal and MG's intuition may have revealed the Storm's succession plans. And since Jerome Hughes is a Kiwi who's chosen to stay at an Australian club instead of a New Zealand club, seems as good a reason as any to play this. Come on, Aussie, come on, come on. More than most, the Collingwood Football Club probably can't wait for the AFL season to actually start. Since the club's Do Better report was leaked to the media and documented the systemic racism found at the club, it's all been a bit of a dog's breakfast for the Pies. And yesterday, the man most conspicuous by his silence on the matter, Coach Nathan Buckley, finally spoke. You know, where we are at now is an opportunity for us to be better and do better. There were some traumatic moments there for the football club um, because there's been traumatic moments in the past that we've had to front up to. Buckley spoke exclusively to Cal Twomey of afl.com.au about the reports release and the experience of past player Hereti Lumumba whose complaints of racism inspired the report. And obviously I've been a part of this club for a long time so I don't like the fact that people have felt that way and, and I've got to listen and learn We've all got to listen and learn more to the experiences, acknowledge them rather than dismissing them. And, and there was a, press, a presser when I look back in 2017 that it was dismissive and I needed to be better than that. Buckley has spent over 20 years at Collingwood as both a player and a coach and is off contract at the end of the current season. But importantly for both he and the club, he has already taken on the report's findings. That is a form of systemic racism. The, the dismissing and denial is... It's not a direct act, but in many ways it, it reinforces the, the pain and trauma that, um, yeah, that Haritia felt, that, that Andrew and Leon have spoken about. It's, the, it's feeling like they don't have a voice or they don't have somewhere to go, and that's the systemic aspect of it. And as for departed President Eddie Maguire? Yeah, everyone's going to have a perspective. Uh, I think he's either loved or hated. There's, there's not a lot in between with Ed. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday the 4th of March. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Now, if the review is positive enough and doesn't contain too many F-bombs, I'll even read it out on the podcast. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.